The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who grab cats without consent, or your grandmother. Then again, I've never met your grandmother. She may be kinkier than you realize. Listener discretion is advised. Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted knitting. I'm Sarah Arcane. And I'm Lansing Mike. And I really need to figure out a way to put our theme music on the phone just so that we can get up and enjoy, feel the energy of the music rather than slapping it in later, though I probably would still slap it in later for better sound quality. But... Oh, I hear it in my head. Oh, that, you do? A oh, moment good. when we're just bopping along quietly <laughs> for that space, I'm hearing the music playing in it. Oh, cool. So... Since we last spoke to all of you perverted knitters out there in the interwebs. Now you, now you per, yes, and not you perverted crocheters. You people. Bat, no. <laughs> I'm not going to let we'll, my we'll, inability to crochet darken my mood toward that. We'll take perverted knitters. We'll take perverted crocheters. We'll take sick and twisted lace makers. Mm-hmm. We'll even take straight vanilla people hey if you want to listen to if there's something useful in here we that's why we put it out hey if if you're enjoying us for whatever reason you're enjoying us so long as you're old enough to listen to this podcast then yes enjoy uh but yes since we last spoke there have been two events Mm -hmm. that we attended first friday puppies came out to the bar it was Uh, a different kind of night because the bar was very crowded we had uh there was karaoke that night and there yes. was someone's, uh, a regular's um, birthday party. I, so, I think a couple of birthdays fell on that day. One, I think one of the guys in our group had one same okay. time. So, but yeah. But only, lot... one had, only one had a lit up sign of his name and, and a yes. Facebook event drawing people to the bar that night. Well, so, I, I had a Facebook event drawing people, but it doesn't draw nearly as many. No, I meant for the birthday. Oh, for the birthday, yeah. The other so, birthdays, I think, were just like... They happened. Because, they they you know, happen. They, they do happen. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> Mine's coming close. I, what, I think I have a couple weeks. I have the end of the month. And then I hit a birthday. A milestone birthday. The kind that end in zeros. Oh, so 30. Ah, <laughs> uh, that would be interesting. I remember 30s. They always talk about 30 being gay death. And 30 was nothing to me. 30, but then I was never a beautiful, you know, skinny twink. Twink, yeah. Uh, so, 40 was scary, but because it just more, not so much the age, but like, what have I done with my life? Oh my gosh. And then 40 Midlife was, crisis. 40 was a great year then. It's like, oh, yeah. this is actually pretty good. And then I kind of squandered. I kind of stumbled around 42 and kind of squandered this decade of just not... Ugh. I mean, I, I, I'm fine. I'm surviving, but I'm not thriving. And it's yeah. like, I could be thriving with a little bit of effort, but I'm so fundamentally lazy. Yeah. Well, um, another kinkster that we know is also having a 50th birthday mm-hmm. coming up. Mm-hmm. And he said what he wants 
for his 50th birthday is 50 loads of cum in his beard. Hmm. And I said, I'd be happy to contribute to that. <laughs> now, does he all want that in one setting? Or could this be out throughout the year? Or uh, could no, it be throughout with, a with, week? No, o- over a weekend. Okay. He want, yeah, he, 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 want, he wants to be the, the target of a bukake. Um, and yeah, he, he wants 50 loads on his face. And I'm like, well, cool. And, you know, I know, I know another guy who, when he turned 40, uh, took 40 fists over a weekend okay i was gonna say not at once <laughs> no but yeah no 20 guys okay over a weekend you know he count, counted both hands you know made, made sure that each one of them got in mm-hmm. there and then next and <laughs> yeah for 40 hands in 40 hours for his 40th birthday oh. uh but anyway going back to first friday first friday uh the birthday tangent the the birthday tangent yeah it was busy my husband was there for the first part of it. I meant to ask because when I walked in, I thought I saw him at the table. And then when I came back with my drink, he was gone, and I was like, "Did I hallucinate?" No, you you weren't. Well, Just you might the... you might have been hallucinating, but my husband was actually there. Okay, and he asked me recently where he can get a collar and a and a tag, and I'm like. Okay, cool. I mean, he he doesn't go into pup space really that I've noticed that much, but we do bark at each other all the time. And plus, you know, especially in a group like that, and if it gets larger, it is kind of nice to have a collar of protection, Mm -hmm. you know, to show, hey, no, I'm, I'm owned. And so when that works, yeah, yeah, uh, what, yeah, when, because it should work, but well, some people don't know the rules. Others are so, you know, colors mean different things. So I think with anything it pays to ask, it's like, Hey, I see a color is, what does this mean? Um, because I remember back in the days of the early days of, you know, being aware of and trying to deal, you know, and dealing with Mm -hmm. transgender issues. The important question was when someone claim, you know, when someone says they are transgender, you ask, oh, what do you, what do you mean by that? Because it can mean so many different things. Yes. And this was, you know, in the earlier days, I I think it's become more of a a known thing now and a bit more defined. Mm -hmm. I mean, it might not be the right definition, but I think when you say transgender, we have an image in our mind. Back then it was just like a lot of confusion. It's like, oh, so the guys who like to dress up in high heels for sex. And it's like... No. Because back then, it was our early days of uh, hotline training. And I remember on our pages, we'd fill out, you know, like logging calls, like male, female, you know. Other. (laughs) Oh, no, male, female, uh, sexuality. And then there was this other section that was all the others. And it was was like cross-dresser, transvestite, uh, transsexual, I think, was in there, but still, it was like, well, what are these? And you know, people would have definitions for each of them, mm-hmm. but they, you know, but each person's definitions was usually unique to them. So right. we've realized the important thing was when someone says, "Well, I'm a transvestite," and it's like, "Oh, what do you mean by that?" And you well, prompt them to yeah. tell them, and they say, "Well, I feel like I'm a, wo- you know, I'm really a woman, but I was, you know, born in a man's body." And we're like, now nowadays we'd say, and you know, the thing was, we wouldn't say, "Oh no, you mean you're transgender." Transgender. No. <laughs> let's, let's not, you know, uh, explain to them. It's right. Like, well, no. actually, you are. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 But no. But yeah, no. It's tra- important tra- because yeah, everyone transvestite. Has their own I mean, the the most. 
the most famous transvestite that I can think of off the top of my head is one Eddie Izzard. Mm-hmm. He gets a kick out of wearing women's clothing. He 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 enjoys looking pretty, especially mm-hmm. on stage. I love his yeah. line though. He's like, "It's not women's clothing. They're my clothes. Yes. I bought them, <laughs> <laughs> and I look." Fabulous. <laughs> but no, but then, you know, yeah. we've come a long ways. But then I think, yeah, it's important to, when you see a collar, mm-hmm. some people wear it for fashion, not yes. understanding that there can be meanings. Um, I've heard, you know, someone say a collar means nothing. There has to be a lock, you know, for it, it to it, indicate. And, uh, you know, by their definition, that's what it is. Right. And they and they wear a lock when they don't want to be bothered or want to show that they are owned or partner to someone who you have to get permission to you know uh but other people would just be seeing again that is fashion and and they might go up to someone who's not wearing a lock and say oh you're available because you're not wearing a lock i mean yeah everyone has their own we the the rules are not so yeah I'm, set in stone yeah that we not, can rely on them i think so we just ask yes you 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 ask rolling where were we first friday oh, oh yes friday yes first collars. friday uh collars oh yeah, yeah uh, that, that my husband was there that that's where we were yeah it was a good night. Lots of candy on the table. Uh, actual candy, candy. A- a- like actual candy, candy. Yes, uh, Skittles and Starburst and some gummy bear-ish yeah. things. Yeah, which were tasty. Uh, yeah, gummy Scooby snacks and graham cracker Scooby snacks, and all that was on the table. And um, Pony had asked earlier, had asked before First Friday, that those who were coming. To bring some personal care items to give to Lon Lansing Area AIDS Network, because he he said they they have plenty of food and they, they do, always yeah, they have do a plenty pantry of, they they do a pantry and the and the pantry is full up with food but they need things like soap razor blades feminine hygiene mm-hmm. and you know s- stuff that you can't get with food assistance mm-hmm. that that you still need for daily life and. So yeah, and that was that was his birthday. That that was the other birthday oh, that I was thinking. Right. That's yeah, why yeah. he was doing it because it was his birthday and because they had helped him out. And I liked when it. He moved to the area, and I liked what he asked for. It was like, hey, can you go to the dollar store when you see something on sale? Buy toothpaste, toothbrushes, toilet paper, kind of the essentials that you can't get with food assistance, but are still needed. Yes, and. Uh, bring that for their pantry, and so it, it actually something I have to keep in mind because, you know, going to the dollar store, uh, I saw you know Colgate on an incredible uh, special, mm-hmm. and it's like oh, so I grabbed a whole bunch of handfuls of that and threw it in the basket. So it's like okay, bunch of tubes of toothpaste, yeah. even less than a dollar each. So I mean, just keeping one's eyes open for right. that kind of stuff. And and for our listeners out there who aren't in the Lansing area, I'm sure that there is your local. AIDS charity, or even not just AIDS charity, um, battered women shelters, yep. or a lot of places that, you know, and especially this time of year, it's getting to Thanksgiving and Christmas, they're going to be needing j- just up to their ears in food, but they need these other things. And I know with the women's shelter is an important thing, is because usually that they're just needed temporarily. It's not, you know, someone's fled a bad situation, mm-hmm. um, the trial sizes are important. Like, especially the kind you get from hotels. Yeah. You know, I know someone who never would use the hotel soap, but would always take it from their hotel rooms because they would get a whole bag of it and then give it to the women's shelter saying, here, here's some, you know, small sizes of shampoos for when someone is basically on their doorstep with no, no resources, but is about to be placed somewhere. 
Um, you know, because yeah. I was thinking that for Lon, but I'm like, no, they want more like the actual day to day. Yeah, yeah. Lon, Lon ends up being, yeah, it's, it's not, not it's not emergency situation. situation. It's longer term assistance. But yeah. first Friday, though, there was some weird energy. And, yes, in several ways. Um, yes. Oh. Well, I think the biggest one was uh, some of the regulars had invited friends to come. Straight. Not female, non kink friends, non kink friends, and but and the only trouble I have with that is the non kink part, just because yes. we, yeah, you know, I don't think we really care what gender someone is. I don't no. think we care about sexuality so much as you know. I I think if a straight female pup showed up and was all cool about being with us, we've had a straight female pup show up at. At first Friday mm-hmm. before, and yeah, it's, and it's open no to all. Yeah, but yeah, that that have not from the community. Yeah, per se. not not from the community. Not really having any frame of reference to relate what we were mm-hmm. doing to it, but to, it was to a, their experience, a yeah. very educatable moment because I heard one in discussion about what is this pup stuff. Yeah, and part of it. And that's it. I, I, I'm of two minds on this because I think certain situations are more private, so to speak. Yeah. Like, like if they had been invited to a, say, like the movie night we all had, that was just a pup, you know, kink event. I think that would have been very uncomfortable and weird. Yes. Um, yes. The Especially no- as that night progressed. Um, but then also, I think, but see, our bar night, it's a weird thing because... It's not, I think some people see it as a kink event, but it's still in public. And we don't, we only have a corner of that bar. It's not our bar. In the, no, in yeah. the days of yore when it was leather night, yeah, if you weren't in leather, people looked at you askance. As opposed to nowadays where people are like, who are these people in the corner? You know? Mm-hmm. It was a uh, uh, different different evenings and things that went on there. It was It was more akin to like a dungeon party than a bar night yeah i mean so but we aren't there yet we're right, still that right. kind of like and, and so at this night thing. you've got two women who were yeah non-kink heterosexual mm-hmm. women were invited to the party and then you had whiteout and atomic show full up gear. it show up in full gear and i one of the other pups said to me you look annoyed and i i didn't want to acknowledge it at the time i would write off and said no i just have a bad case of resting bitch face but no i i i was annoyed i i will yes i was annoyed and you're allowed to be and and i'm also annoyed at your annoyance (laughs) because the nature of the event it's not a kink event really it's a public outing for us to then branch off and do other more kinky things. To, fact, to be to be fair, mm-hmm. I am also annoyed by drunk straight women in the gay bar. <laughs> okay, even if it wasn't pup night, just yeah, drunk straight women in a gay bar make makes yeah makes me grumpy. And of course, it didn't help that by the end of the night, I had Bud Light on my shoes. <laughs> But I see. I didn't see them as being that drunk or obnoxious. Um, you know, my interactions with them were like, "Oh, okay." If you know, they were like 
curious about. They did not, you know, I did not see any judgment on their part. They were confused by things, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like, wow, this is really weird and things like that. I think they're trying to wrap their minds around it. And you could kind of see them trying to process like, so you think you're dogs or something like that. It's like, no, it's a, you know, yeah. it's a community thing. But I think that's what the evening is about because we are in the public. I would yeah, love it. Are. I would love it that we we had a big enough community that we could take over Esquire on first Friday, where it would be a kink event, where you know they'd warn people, "Hey, careful when you go in there. This is not necessarily a normal night." Right. Um. I that would be great fun, but it's not that yet. It's, no. It's and it's not even sanctioned. We are allowed to be there, but. I don't think we've ever, I mean, from bartenders, they're like, okay, cool. But we've never, like, approached management and said, hey, let's, can we do this? Yeah, no, I... Because the leather night was sanctioned right. because you show up in leather, they waved cover. It's like, nope, come on in. But yeah. everyone else had to pay, I mean, the pittance that they asked for, but Yeah, still. two bucks, mm-hmm. which, you know, especially in this town, is nothing for cover. Um, so, I mean, I always seen the night as more one of not so much to make it, you know, it turns into a grope fest sometimes, but it's not as sexualized or as kinky, you know, as I might want it to be, but it's just a bar night. We're going to see people and interact and socialize and recruit. I mean, I think it's a place for people who are kind of curious, come in, who know what we are and kind of curious about, can kind of view us from afar and then make. Yeah. Ask ask questions. And, but with most of the population, Of Esquire, and you know, one of the reasons why we're doing it at Esquire as opposed to the other gay bar in town is uh, it feels like the the I don't have to do so much education work with the general clientele of Esquire mm. as opposed to the guests who we we. With the guests, we were starting from square one. And, Which might even yeah. be better because you have not had the displeasure of having to talk to Leathermen and talk them down from their hate of pups because they had one bad experience at Claw. I've mentioned okay, that, yeah. I've mentioned pup night and I have had people like, oh God, pups. Bleh. And it's like, excuse me. And to the extent of I've had yeah. to kind of de-escalate it from their dislike of the community because, yeah, there is some misbehaving yeah, pups at yeah. one claw and they're like oh they're all just savages <laughs> no yeah claw 2015 was not hmm. a bright and shining moment for the pup community yeah. but but no and i mean there are like I said i i think i told you a story of egregious invitations of the wrong people to events mm-hmm. i was at a backyard party that had every indication of turning into an orgy the host had unbuttoned his utilicilt and was using it as a blanket in front of the bonfire and it was like balls to the wind and his boyfriend was on the verge of doing that and the and there weren't that many of us there mm-hmm. but my hesitation i mean i was sitting next to him i'm like this is this is almost like an invitation something should start happening i should make a move yep i've done stuff with the host before i really want to do stuff with the boyfriend too but then there was a fourth person there who i didn't know his comfort levels and that's mm-hmm. what was holding me off i'm pretty sure he was you know comfortable because he had been invited i i don't think he was opposed to it turning into an orgy i don't know that's my hesitation but it was heading that way anyways until a fifth person showed up with a friend in tow who was not part of the mix and i think had been lured there thinking it was going to be a normal party and she was not pleased to be there and also not comfortable and suddenly it turned into 20 minutes of awkward sitting around a fire before the hosts are like oh we're gonna go to bed bye 
And that was like, oh, oh. dude. Why did you bring someone to an orgy? A stranger. And I mean, I'm thinking, yeah. was it the fact that she was female? It's like, if he had brought a, a guy with him, I think there might also have been that hesitation, especially if the guy had been like a straight friend who was like, oh my, well, there's penis here. You know, that would have been as much yeah, as cold yeah. water on that. So, but that was, you know, I think the most egregious like misunderstanding of bringing someone to something without vetting. But yeah, I, I, you know, but that's my view of Esquire. I just see it as a very different thing. You know, there was, but that, yeah, it didn't strike me as much, but then I have a different view of the event. I mm-hmm. see it as an outreach to people. Yeah. And my only issue was I didn't think that they were looking for outreach. I think it was just more, hey, we're going to be social and we're going to invite friends who aren't necessarily this circle into this. And that's, I've seen that awkwardness at normal parties and normal circles. Yeah, yeah. I've had game nights where someone sat in the corner quietly by himself, like not understanding because he just thought we were all weird. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. One of the, one of the things that we learn as we mature mm. is that friendship is not commutative. Mm-hmm. And that can be a difficult thing to learn that, you know, I, I'm friends with you. You're friends with Bob, but Bob may hate my guts. And I'm like, in which case I cut one of them off. I don't have time for that kind of fucking drama. (laughs) Actually, both would be dead to me because God damn it. No, I'm not making, I'm not going to decide. I will decide that both of you are dead to me. And then, you know, it means I have a very small, but very intimate circle of friends. (laughs) Um, No, right, right. But, but there's other weird energy that night too. Um, yeah. We had a newbie show up mm-hmm. who um, was from a different town. Yes. He was specifically there because he had had communications with one of the regulars. And I think he was really there to meet said regular and hang out. Now, whether that means chat with, you know, hopes of a future relationship or just go off somewhere and fuck, I don't know. But I'm pretty sure he really wanted to hang out. And Mr. Regular was like, oh, you're here. Cool. That's nice. And then went off to go to another party they had planned. With with somebody else. Well, yeah, there's yeah. that part of the thing. But I just felt bad because, you know, the newbie shows up. It's like, where's so-and-so? And we're like, he left. But wait, what? It's like, does anyone have his number? Is he coming back? And you could just see that, like, not desperation, but that, like, confusion in his eyes. Like, I thought this was a thing. And I found out it's not. Yeah. The, ah. the, yeah. The, the kind of look that your your dog gives you through the window when, when you've left for work. <laughs> Or when you yeah. throw the ball and you haven't really thrown it. Oh, <laughs> that no, look is like, huh? Yeah, oh. no, I, 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 I never did that to Mr. Moose. No. no. But there's a... Uh, yeah. Poor, I, I felt kid. sorry for that person yeah. because it's like, I don't know what actual dialogue had happened to them online to let him think that there was more to that meeting than what actually happened. So it's complicated. I mean, there could have been promises made that were broken yeah. or it could have been just... Someone read too much into it. So I felt bad about that. Hopefully he comes back because he was kind of cute. Yeah. And having eye candy is always fun. And newbies are always fun. Uh, Yes. Uh, As we'll get into in other sections. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, The other weird dynamics I saw were, well, I just saw one person going on about something that had happened to them and someone just shutting them down, like calling them, you know, stupid about something. And I don't think they realized it. And it was like, it was just a casual conversation. And someone was talking about, you know, something they're really into. And it's like, well, that's stupid. And it's like, oh. And I don't think the person who said it realized the impact it had on the other person. It was like, wow, there's a lot of miscommunication going on here tonight. 
And I was like, yeah. I didn't know either party enough to really step in and say, hey, you just said that this person's pursuit is stupid. Did you mean that? Or it's like, I, I'm not feeling like playing peacekeeper for near strangers. No, no, not. I, I must have. Either I I missed that conversation. It might have been after you left completely, or uh, you you left early ish, not really early, but there's still a yeah. little bit of communication stuff going on afterwards, okay. and I was just kind of like, well, pl- plus you know I left after the party had mostly broken down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I am generally an early bird to leave those, but yeah, I mean, I I stayed as long as the party was going on full strength, and then yeah, yeah. I called in relatively early. So I mean, it's just some weird energy and weird interactions. I think people it feel like lots of failures of communication were going on around in different sources. If I were of the sort to believe in such things, I'd say the planets were in retrograde or whatever that stuff is. Except I no, don't believe it, that stuff. Yeah, I. I not that I believe it, but I'm I'm aware of it because I I have enough friends on my Facebook. But you know, I remember about a month ago that somebody posted Mercury has gone direct. It's all your fault now. <laughs> so no longer in retrograde. You have to <laughs> right. So you you can't blame Mercury in, in retrograde for that. It's like uh, the probability drive spooling down. It's like we're now norm, down, to, down to normal probability. Any problems are your own. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, there, and there was one other situation that happened that night, and I, it's escaping me now because, but or maybe I was remembering things in threes, and and I thought, oh, there's a fourth thing, but I'm forgetting it now, so yeah. never mind. Two pleasant things, minor pleasant things that happened to me that night. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow, I had gotten blocked on Facebook by a member of the group, mm-hmm. and I. Asked him, "Hey, did did I do something to offend you? Because I can't message you on Facebook or, or anything like that." And he's like, "What? Flip, 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 flip. Yeah, I didn't know you had gotten blocked. You are unblocked now." Hmm. I'm like, "Great." I'm like, "Great." Flip, flip. Here's a dick pic. <laughs> and I also got a personal best on the pinball machine. I got it up high enough to get a free game out of it. Cool. So that that was fun and pleasant. I had a good evening otherwise. Yeah. I mean, you know, other than seeing, well, mostly it was other people having their fun shit upon or, <laughs> or having horrible things happen to them. I had a good evening, but like I said, I just saw, witnessed some communication failures happening that night amongst people. It's like, ouch. Yeah. Speaking of both fun and a bit of communication failure, too, it is Number Six Dungeon. Mm-hmm. And. It was crowded at yes. number six dungeon. last night. Uh, a lot of yeah, people showed lots up. Lots and lots of people were there, and they were all downstairs mm-hmm. for it. Some of the, the more notable things, um, the host has a leather sleep, a lace-up leather sleep sack that doesn't get used very often, mm-hmm. and it got used that night. Yep. Um, that was fascinating to watch yes. that put on. There's so much lacing to that thing. It's like, oh, yeah. I can see why it doesn't get used that often but yeah because it yeah because i have a pair of high leather boots that need lacing up and i hate those things so something that's for my entire body ah yeah well i mean you know look damn good though veritas has the this nice pair of crotch high leather boots but those are (laughs) slip-ons yeah i don't oh yeah that would be a whole lot of lacing uh, um, heard some flogging going on. Yes, I I flogged Pup Clutch because early in the night he came up to me and said, I've had a really hard week mm. and I need it worked out. Mm. And I'm like, 
okay, I will, I'll give you a good flogging hmm. since you asked so nicely. And yeah, uh, worked him over. Um, yeah, I wasn't able to go as all out as I might have liked to hmm. because, yeah, again, I was during a crowded period where everybody was in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have room to swing or, or go two-handed. But I did turn his back a nice shade of medium rare, and he posted on Facebook about how relaxed he is today and mm-hmm. thanked me. Yeah, uh, and there were two new puppies mm-hmm. two, at, at... Two guys who'd shown up, hadn't been there before. Yes. Uh, they knew someone who was a regular and had been invited. Mm-hmm. You could see you know, them coming in the basement and just kind of like the wide eyes of, oh, wow. There's a lot of stuff going on down here. Uh, then they put on their collars and we're like, we're pups. And it's like, oh, cool. Cool. And We'll uh, give you scratches. We will give you all the scratches. And they seem to have a pretty good time. Uh, it was interesting because they both got into that pup or sub headspace so deeply, you know, on different times, you know, because yes. they were getting a lot of attention. A lot of people, I mean... I Fresh think. meat. Well, I felt yeah. yeah, almost you know, frightened. like for them in that it's like, oh, there's new blood. They're young, and I think people are just like very interested. And yeah, they had quite the attention. So I'm like, well, I hope they're comfortable with this. And yeah. it's funny because uh, one of them was talking about how they have some social anxieties and didn't surface that night. I saw no evidence of it. And I'm like, good. It's kind of telling about yeah. the, the, even though they were kind of like the wildebeest amongst the piranhas. They're very <laughs> polite piranhas that were are, are, are showing them a good time. wildebeest in the Amazon? I always say wildebeest. Oh, okay. Um, I I did get their permission. They are Pup Astro oh. and Pup Bauer? Something like that. Not not Baird, because that's somebody else. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's like Bear B A U R yeah like that some some odd spelling ba- like that yeah Bauer Bear oh okay yeah. so they did uh, a shout out yes cool. yeah so uh, hello to you lovely pups um we talked about how we need to have a puppy puddle party yeah. that uh, get ourselves a a nice inexpensive motel room with a large bed mm. in it and just have. Naked pupped out time on the bed, just cuddling and humping a leg or two. Uh, well, and that it's funny because then the other thing that happened was I had a little session with someone and it was terrifying because this is someone who's very involved in the community and mm-hmm. I kind of see as kind of a, you know, master's level doctoral, you know. I don't person. think master's level is the right word yeah, for think, him. Yeah, doctoral level. Do- doctoral PhD. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm playing with him and he's responding and that's nice, but oh my God, when will he realize I'm just a fraud? And oh my gosh. And it's he was very receptive and mm-hmm. wonderfully vocal, which helps me a lot. And yes. hopefully I was taking the cues properly. We had a fun time of fooling around a bit. But the whole time, I'm just like deer in headlights thinking, oh, God, oh, God. Uh, I think imposter syndrome is the term for it. He's going to find out I'm a fraud. I'm going to do something <laughs> wrong. And the, the whole thing will come crashing down. And well, Which is, of course, the, that nagging part of my brain, which I should just, you know, drown in a small pool. But, it, yeah, because it's, you know, that's, well, it's like, no, fake it till you make it. It's like, have fun. You're having fun. 
this person seems to be enjoying themselves. You're enjoying yourself. Absolutely. But it's just funny because I do see them as, you know, kind of a, you know, a major figure in the the scene. And so it was just like, not so much I'm unworthy, more like, oh, this is fun, but oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like when you go up and you see like a star and you're getting an autograph and you want to make small talk with them, but you don't want to sound like a fanboy. It's like that fine line. Mm -hmm. I like your stuff. Uh, (laughs) But no, it was a fun time. Yeah, I I can also see a a fear and a concern of, you know, am I doing it right? Am I doing enough? You know, especially for somebody like him. Mm You know who had who, you know has this entire massive Rolodex of things that he has done mm-hmm. and have had done to him, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, he, I I know for a fact that he is also just happy as a clam if you just grab his nipples and work them like you're trying to tune in Radio Free Europe. Yes, which I resort to quite often because like, I tend to get a response. I'm like, okay, this I kind of know. But no, it was, it was amusing. But, you know, it was like, yeah, it felt like, almost felt like an interview or being, you know, having an audition or something like that. <laughs> for, you know, not for anything. There's no thought of like an actual relationship, but I see them around and it'd be at least nice to know. Well, I have the same trouble with a friend of mine who loves kissing. He That's a major point of what he gets into with guys. I'm terrified to kiss him because I've heard his appraisal of other people's kissing styles. And I'm like, Oh, I wonder how mine would be. And so partially well, I should I, just I kiss mean, him have... just to get his honest appraisal of my kissing. But another part of me is like, I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> well, I mean, in, in the appraisals that you've heard, have they been generally positive or has he, has he, oh, I've never kissed grumpy? him. I don't kiss him. No, no. Because oh. you said you have heard his appraisal oh. of other sets honest. of lists. I think they are honest. Honest. Okay. Which is the more terrifying thing. He's not pissy about, you know, people who are too sloppy. He's not, you know, he, he, he's a very good kisser. And he's like, oh, his kissing was kind of scary. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't go into detail about what he likes because then I could be like, oh, okay, now I know. He likes it dry. He likes it this or whatever. But, you know, so, and I mean, I, I too, it's like I kiss someone and I actually don't, the weird thing is I really don't like kissing. And I, I feel bad because a lot of times, a lot of people in my circles, you know, mm-hmm. especially in the kink circles, they go for the lips, you know, lip to lip contact. And I usually always veer away and like do peck on the cheek or that because, and this is something I've recently discovered, I don't like kissing mouth to mouth with people unless I'm actually strongly attracted to them and want or involved with them sexually um just casually i'm like and part of that is because mouths are sewers you know even (laughs) even a well maintained mouth is just filled with bacteria and food particles and stuff mouths are gross that's why cat bites are so dangerous um the um and so I, i know my own mouth and then that's an intimacy there that i'm you know kissing another mouth even amongst my family, it's like we're not big lip kissers in my family. It's like lots of pecks on cheeks and hugs. And so I do find that kissing to be an intimacy that I, even as in, even with a partner, I, there's that hesitation. And it's like, you know, okay, how to position things. So <laughs> I do find myself kind of veering away at the last minute. And it's like, okay, we'll just kiss on the side of the mouth or that. And then also the other thing too is there's certain acts that I'm just not uh, comfortable with. 
in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm more than willing to put my mouth on someone's ass. But that's because I probably vetted that person and really want to do something with this sexually. When you kiss someone who's been putting their mouths on other people's asses, it's that thing. You're not just kissing their mouth. You're kissing <laughs> all the mouths and anuses yes. that they've kissed. And I'm yes. like, there's only one degree of separation. And I'm like, I don't think I'm comfortable with that hygienically, unfortunately. And so, so yeah, especially in a dungeon, I'm not really big on mouth-to-mouth kissing, I found out. And I just have to be more aware of that. And I think people have been very polite, you know. You, you know, no one said, why, why don't you kiss me? It's like, no, I think everyone knows. Yeah, well, it's kind I, of, a, it's an intimacy that some yeah. people aren't into. Similar. I mean, I blew a couple of guys mm-hmm. and got them off um, at, at the dungeon. And one thing I like to do is to snowball with a guy mm-hmm. if he's into it. Um, but, you know, I know... A, it's a hard lot, to ask them if they're guys, into it when your mouth is full of their cum. <laughs> a, a, a lot of guys are not into it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just take I take a rather obvious route. I mean, mm-hmm. I show them that I've got a mouthful of cum, and then I slowly approach for a kiss. And if they back off, I just pull back and swallow. And if if they seem to be into it, hey, we get to share a lovely, tasty treat. And that's something <laughs> that if I wasn't expecting that, if somebody just brought me off, which would be pretty amazing to begin with. Um, uh, you know, yeah, which would be a neat trick in it. I don't think I've ever itself. had an orgasm at DBC or number six. Not for lack of trying on other people's parts, and they've been very talented at it, but it's just not my nature. And Well, I mean, you weren't really trying this last week. Oh, that's the funny thing. Is I never <laughs> took off my clothes. All the fun I had was, I mean, I took off a sweater because it was warm, but I still right. had my t-shirt on and my jeans, and I don't even think I... My shoes never came off, and I didn't think my T-shirt got untucked. So it was kind of funny that I was so active <laughs> without taking off any clothes. Oh, Which is kind of one of my little kinks that I do find really hot. Someone being totally naked and the other person being totally clothed, and them going at it. It there, There's some power dynamics in there that I have to unparcel. Because I see it from both sides. I just was like, ooh, yeah. this is, there's some hotness here. And you're not the only one. There mm-hmm. are websites dedicated to that, to that usually, because there's more straight porn in the world than gay mm-hmm. porn, uh, usually the dynamic is clothed woman, naked man. Oh. And, and that dynamic. But, yeah, it it does, there are, you know, sites that cater to having one clothed partner and one naked partner. Mm-hmm. So, so communication and oh, th- mm-hmm. things like that. Early in the evening... I was playing with Sling Bear, mm-hmm. and I got him off to a nice orgasm and kept going for a while because he likes that too. And when we were done, because I know that he can be good for multiple comes in one night, mm-hmm. that lucky devil, <laughs> I I looked at the clock and I said, meet me back here at 10.30. We'll do this again. Mm-hmm. And so 10.30 rolled around, and we we're like, yeah, sure, why not? And yeah, got him in the sling, started working him over, and then people started talking Trump in oh. the dungeon. <sighs> and yeah, after a couple of catty biting shouted comments from him, I'm like, my dick's a noodle, your dick's a noodle. <laughs> uh, let's take a rain check and, and do this some other time. Pol- yes, yeah. present present politics, such a boner kill. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, but just thinking one, less than a month it'll be over-ish, one would hope. Uh, we, we hope. Till uh, the next cycle, whatever new show we can yeah. manage to pull together. For, for... 
fortunately, I don't. It, the odds of it being a repeat of 2000, where we don't know until December the res, the final results, is highly unlikely now. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I was in the far corner um, having my own time when that conversation came up, and it didn't quite. But yeah, I kept catching myself wanting to make comments. And I'm like, no, no, no. You are busy right now. You focus. Do focus not on who and what you are doing. Because it was a conversation and there are some... T- and I'm not one to let something slide by, unfortunately. It's like I hear something I disagree with. I don't necessarily want to have a debate about it. But I do want to at least express, hey, I have a different opinion. Just want you to know that, you know, there's people around you who don't agree with you. And I guess it's more just me being an asshole. It's like, hey... Per- don't, don't just say you know certain things about thinking that there's other people around you who are judging you. Yeah, per- perfect time to, to. I I really want to comment, but I shouldn't. Oh, a hard dick. Oh, yeah. Or in my case, a, a lovely nipple. And it's like okay, yeah. We'll just feast upon this and just <laughs> really bite down, trying to keep myself from speaking, and which worked for all parties. Yeah, which worked for all parties involved. And, yeah, then, oh. But the other thing, I, oh, and the two things I saw yeah. there that I don't think I'd seen really witnessed before, a couple of sessions of some breath control. Yes, that that, that seemed to be a, a theme that night that it just happened. Um, the Dungeon Master does have among the large collection of gear. He has a couple of gas masks that have a very restricted opening for the air inlet. It, mm-hmm. It's only about, I want to say about a quarter of an inch across, maybe mm-hmm. smaller. And I've heard those called altitude masks. Okay. Um, used by endurance athletes. Act simulate. Like, yeah, yeah si- simulate training in Boulder when you're actually in Miami. <laughs> so there are those. I tried putting those on one person and it, it didn't work out well yeah. for him. He has an issue with hoods and masks in general. Okay. Which, but he also likes breath control. which uh, So we have to find other avenues to do that. Um, then, yeah, when I, when one other guy, um, and sorry for being vague, but we have not gotten previous permission <laughs> to use names, so we have to be vague. Uh, we'll use some names, but we also won't, you know, yeah, it's like it. Yeah. If it's a certain scene or a certain kind of kink, yeah, you, you yeah. don't want to, you know, someone say, oh, yeah, tell people I was at, you know, but we don't want to necessarily say, oh, so-and-so flags yellow big time. It's a, They're so, a human urinal. It was great. So, so-and-so flags brown. Yeah, well, uh, which doesn't happen at number six or, or DBC. But anyway, uh, so okay. guy getting guy a blowjob, um, and I inserted myself behind him and placed the arm around the neck in a rear naked choke and not not even doing the full setup Mm -hmm. um but yeah just doing that and you know held it for a few seconds he he tapped and i released and he was like damn that was something else he's like that was like full body poppers like i saw another scene going on yeah and it was actually pretty hot it was someone basically getting a hand job and then someone covering their mouth and nose with their hand yep. and kind of restricting it and kind of that. And it was weirdly hot when I heard the person say, uh, 
either you come, come or, you, or pass you pass out. out. And I was like, oh. And, then, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, and I mean, and we could see him. He, so, he, close, so close. So close. And then somebody tripped a sound-making Halloween decoration <laughs> and the dick went limp and... Like bringing a stranger to an orgy. Uh, there was cold water <laughs> everywhere. Oh, yeah. So... But no, I mean, and it's interesting because, yeah, yeah. Breath, breath play, that's... I mean, I've heard many, you know, it's 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 a high, one of those high... Yes, yeah, a high, high degree. So... Oh, first big thing, if we're going to talk about breath play, number one disclaimer, do not do it alone. Got it? Yes. Do, as much wonderful fun as it is, have somebody there, please. Um, if not, just find that episode of Six Feet Under that opened up on a guy who did it wrong and he was the corpse for that episode. Our world's greatest dad. Um, or David Carradine. Yeah. Um, for for more uh, informational Kung stuff Fu. about this be- beyond what we will be able to provide. Um, uh, do look up uh, Bolt and Amp on what's the safe word they recently did an episode on breath play. Because um, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's like it's one of those things. Also, like suspension work, mm-hmm. very important to be trained in that and know what possibility can go wrong. Uh, so many things, and yeah, I think breath play is one of those high level ones that. You need to be have some sort of training and understand where right. you're going into it. Now, it, it is one of my kinks. It is something I do, sort of, mm-hmm. okay? Because what I enjoy having done to me and I enjoy doing to other people, less so than restricting the airway, is the blood choke. Okay. Um, either with the hands or with the arm that you... Uh, press down on the arteries in the neck Mm -hmm. Um, and that that restricts blood flow to the brain and yeah you get a floaty tingly sensation and when when done with the arm um, yes look up rear naked choke to see how to do it safely watch some youtube videos and oh yeah release it as soon as they go limp Um, that yeah that that can have a powerful effect very quickly Um, and yeah. Again, yes, it is something that I enjoy doing, and it's nice to find a partner who is also into that. Um, it is not the most common of kinks. It's more common than flagging brown, but it's also something that people can have a very strong negative reaction to. So yeah, it's not something you want to surprise somebody with. Um, but yeah, because I, I, I think there's a lot of thought out there amongst people who maybe aren't as knowledgeable about that is just incredibly dangerous and there's da- there are risks involved yeah but i think they think of all the mishaps that have happened where someone was trying to do it solo and right. and their precautions didn't work and they died right and yeah doing it solo or i mean ha- having the weight of your body on your neck uh, no, no, no. Actually, actually, hanging. Yeah, that that's well, that's a recipe for disaster. And I think yeah. even with others, you have to make sure that someone is aware of the situation. If you're all into that space and not really paying attention, you have to have a top or someone who is, 
you know, being a good top or a good dom and aware of the situation and appraising it as it's and happening. and fully sober and yes. and yeah, I mean that yeah, I mean I've because I was hearing yeah. someone talking about a situation where they were in a gas mask thing with a tube mm-hmm. and talking about you know they were bound and they're only breathing through that tube and people at the party would like you know cover it and the terror of that because I'm like I, because I was thinking of that scene it's like oh my god the trust you'd have to have in the entire room that not only that but they're paying attention yeah you know, the the fear of what if someone drops the tube it you know. It gets hits, pinched or... Yeah, know, or falls yeah. on the ground and, you know, you're glommed down to the floor or so, or just anything, yeah. Or pinching of the tube, not realizing. Mm-hmm. And if you're bound and not able to really communicate or show distress, yeah, someone has to be paying incredible attention. So hearing that, it, it was horrifying and also really hot. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and I think that was part of the reason why I flipped out and panicked out of... The vac rack at mm. Claw mm-hmm. is because I was basically breathing through a snorkel and I didn't know anybody else in that room. Ah. So, yeah, that, um, yeah. Maybe that, maybe that was your, maybe it was your description of that. That is what is in my mind, probably. Yeah. Well, there's only two people I can think of it could be in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that might have been it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, no, I, I do enjoy, enjoy the floaty, heady feeling. And, I mm. mean... I also enjoy poppers and um, ethyl chloride uh, occasionally. Uh, that stuff is expensive and takes forever to ship because it's an aerosol and they can't do you know no. o- overnight air shipping. They have to go UPS ground, so it takes a while. It's expensive. It's not the sort of high that I do very often, um, and yeah have to be very careful with that because yeah ethyl chloride is early grade anesthesia it was like it was like the third one after um ether and chloroform okay so um and yeah now it's an an industrial byproduct from from some other thing and including cans because it sells (laughs) um so yeah be it, it it is it can be fun um it can be that rush uh, yeah similar to poppers um start slow work with somebody that you trust work with somebody who's done this before yeah because what i was witnessing it, yeah. i didn't witness what you were doing but i witnessed the you know just the hand over the the mouth and nose and you know the the person wasn't restrained at all they were they had their hands free and all so, you know, there did seem to be that that consent that felt like if they truly felt threatened or mm-hmm. needing to get out of there that they could have right. and, gotten I mean, the hand away from their face or gotten out of it. But right. it was also, well, one of the hands was busy with their dick and I think they were going <laughs> for that, that orgasm high. Yes, and, and they, the hand that was covering this guy's mouth belonged to a person that he knew quite well. Yes, so... Yeah. So, and he was comfortable with that, um, you know, even if, as he uh, relayed a bit later, he got a bit of stage fright and wasn't able to fully perform. Really. Hey, I, I, know, I know where that comes from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we are generally familiar 
with that feeling, you know, I've been to several of these parties where I have not Mm -hmm. had an orgasm, mainly because I've been too busy giving them to other people. The only time I feel bad about it is when someone really wants you to come on them. Like, you know, the person celebrating their birthday. It's like, I'd love to be able to help with that, but... You, oh, you know that, that you wouldn't be able to with 49 or, other guys. Well, you know? or it'd have to be a special situation. I just, you know, the, the, the stars would just have to be right. I pulled off things in the past like that, but it just is one of those things. Heck, sometimes even just masturbating, it's like you lose the tread of the fantasy you had in your head. And it's like, ah, oh, damn it. Well, not this time. Yeah, no, I, I've had that. And especially this time of year, because um, I have bad fall allergies okay. and I look forward to the first hard freeze. Yeah. So if I'm beating away and I sneeze uh-huh. and when I sneeze, I sneeze hard. Mm-hmm. That completely rattles me and I'm like, <laughs> and I found that compared to other guys, maybe because I do it so often, it takes me a while to get off. I mean, even playing solo, I average 15, 20 minutes mm-hmm. at high speed. I mean, I, I've i also had, you know, hours-long edging sessions, but don't get to do that as often as I'd like because... It takes time. takes time, takes effort, you know, and be just my luck that the husband would walk in the door and, or, you know, and I'm not... I've also mentioned I'm not the kind of guy who has a favorite porn that he goes back to. I, I like to have new stuff. So if there's not enough new built up to last for those hours, then, yeah. Um, where, where are we? We are at. Oh, my word. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, we're The gossip session. To, uh, there's a lot of... Yeah, to, yeah. Uh, it, it, there, there, there's a lot of things. And there was a, an argument that we had in the car... Uh, interesting discussion, kind of, which I think yeah. would be a topic all by itself. Yeah, so we, we will put a pin in that, and we will come back to that discussion at a later date. Mm-hmm. And But we do have a few minutes left. Crafting. Crafting. The craft corner. The craft corner. With the, um, the drop in temperature... I have I've been more motivated to to add more rows cool. to the scarf and also which I, I didn't realize was a drag while I was in it until I got out of it. I was in the middle of a really long section of one color. Yes. I and know that that, that just dragged and but now I'm in flipping through yeah. colors much more quickly. Right and now I'm, I'm in one to get going. I'm in one of the yeah. giant bands of olive in mine. Which is interesting, too, because this could be a stumbling block because I might be running out of that olive. So we'll find out. I mean, ideally, if I do switch yarns, I'll have to get something that's close to that color, but it won't be that color because I've waited too long. But uh, I wouldn't want to have the color change in that stripe itself. I'd want it to change at a later stripe right. or the tassels. And but I think this is the last olive, and then I have to make the tassels. But yeah, so I have a big batch of olive rose and... Ah, oh, that's oh. just going to be annoying. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's the last one. I mean, I think it's like one of, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of those. And yeah, after one that, of the ones near the end, and, yep. and then you... So I need to get on that, and yeah, because I've been working on it for a couple of years now, and it, this is the winter it should make its a, um, debut. Yes, and I, I need to finish the Doctor Who scarf so I can go back to 
the narrower, shorter MSU scarf okay. that that I was working on, and that one I'm I'm using pre-striped yarn. Okay. That, that it's a block of white and then a block of green, and I'm doing it in a ribbed pattern so that you don't notice the the transition. Okay, that 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 just huh. g- goes into the ribbing. I remember the first scarf I made was nice. Um, it wasn't really ribbed, but it was a uh, Knit two, pearl two, knit two, pearl two. Yeah, yeah, that's nice, ribbing. Yeah, I made a nice pattern, and uh, I had this incredibly wonderful yarn, and went through two skeins of it and realized that ideally, I wish I'd used three for the length. Mm-hmm. Some gorgeous colors, and I need to hunt down that kind of yarn again and find, because I'd love to make myself, I don't even know where that scarf ended up. It's I, I haven't seen it in a while, but I love that scarf, and I'd love to make a longer version of it, because yeah. it was super simple to make, and... You know, it was my first ever project. And I was like, oh, that's not too hard. Yeah, I've I've had some, I've made some really interesting scarves with variegated yarn. Mm-hmm. And just the way that the colors line up or, or don't line mm-hmm. up and come together and, and pull apart. Mm-hmm. And it looks really nice. And it is always interesting to knit because you see this slightly chaotic pattern mm-hmm. building. I have a variegated yarn right now that is left over from when I made the yarn harness, but that cycles through colors very, very quickly. Mm. I mean, like every stitch would be a different yeah. color. And, so it would be a very speckled kind of yeah, dappled pattern. Yeah, speckled, dappled, so you wouldn't get these crosses and blocks of color. Mm. And then with the um, with the MSU one, it's just huge long, long links of color okay. that end up just being blocks of color and it turns into a striped scarf okay. automatically. So, uh, again, you don't get that interesting thing that uh, other variegations do. So, I'll have to pick up some variegated yarn next time I'm I'm at Sticks and Strings. Yes, and... wonderful store. Um, yeah, I just need to finish this project because I need to get something under my belt and then and then maybe give crochet a real... Effort. I when you finish your scarf, you can come over one Sunday when we're not mm-hmm. recording, and I will sit down with you and I will teach you. I'll teach you the chainless foundation. Okay, and I'll teach you how to do the start for granny squares and the start for the amaguri. Okay, amagurami, so that you have those basic things, and from there you can. Do all sorts of things. We got a pattern and understand it. Yeah, well, a basic level pattern anyway, and yeah, and you can make you can make your own stuffed dicks if you want to. Actually, I think the first things I'd make are D and D monsters. I want to make a little Amaguri beholder. That would be adorable. I, to- totes adorbs, as the children say. Actually, yeah. even children don't children don't even say totes adorbs anymore. I said that to someone, and they're like, "Oh my god, I love it!" I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> you are so young that you don't even realize that, that was a thing." Uh, yeah, that, amongst that, the young who are no longer young. Oh, s- speaking of slang falling out of use, according to an article on the internet, which is always accurate, LOL has fallen out of fashion. No, lots of love. Laughing out loud. I know. Yeah. I, I remember hearing that horrific story of someone misusing it, thinking it meant lots, lots of love. Lots of love. Uh, and a con- uh, condolence letter emailed. Oh. Yes. It's like, so sorry to hear what you've been through, LOL. Oh. Oh. 
Ooh. And it's like, ah, and yes. That's like, okay, that's your communication is very important. Know what your words mean. Yeah. Uh, c- congratulations. You've won this week's cringeworthy. <laughs> All right. So we will be back in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. um, probably with that intense discussion that we had in, that, that we keep teasing. And then, yeah, we'll probably end up talking about, gee, first Friday again and DBC just because of the way the weeks fall. Well, because that will be the that will be the day before uh, Halloween. Okay. So because that will be the thirtieth. Oh, right. Because there are five, five Saturdays yes. and five Sundays this month. It's a weird month. So, or I don't know. Maybe we'll get. Uh, maybe I'll try and get a, an interview, or maybe or maybe we'll just have the. The spirited discussion. Yeah, it could be for, its own thing for for its own thing, and I don't know. Maybe we'll rope in maybe a Veritas or a mm-hmm. Whiteout or a Bellum or or somebody else to add another point of view because because yeah, they, we won't have any actual gossip gossip because there's nothing between now and two weeks. We yeah, because number six and first Friday will be the following weekend. Well, DBC and and, and First Friday will be. Oh, I said number six, yeah. Yeah, no, number six was yesterday. (laughs) So, no, it'll be a month. But, uh, but yeah, he has, there are, well, November's weird for number six. Mm -hmm. Because he doesn't do a party in December. Mm -hmm. He does two of them in November. Okay. We'll have to double check the timing on those. Okay. He has the, the tree trimming spaghetti dinner. Which I think was the my first, first one. one. Yeah. yeah, so you will have been attending those for a year. For a year now, and yeah, and I, I just made one year at my current job, and I get to do my own annual review, oh. which is <sighs> anyway. Uh, we've run out of time again. Send your questions, comments, show ideas, dick pics, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us, we're at harryprone.com or please leave a rating and review on the iTunes store. Our theme music is Hotspot by Austin under the Creative Commons Attribution License. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane and Lansing Mike, wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night.